Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I am Aiden. So let's get into football, Luke. Um, Saints beating Falcons. What do you think about the Saints? Because they just are their record-wise so much better than I thought that they were. Um, and they just they're just racking up wins, and their defense is so good. What's your take on them? The Saints' record is every year just seems way higher than I feel like they are skill set wise. Oh, you're and crazy. I mean, no way. I know, but I think it might be because Brees keeps getting hurt. So I keep thinking, yeah. like, oh, they're not that good without Brees. But then they keep winning. Yeah, and didn't Michael Thomas have, like, 3,000 yards last yeah, year? Yeah, every time. <laughs> not literally. But. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck backup quarterback's name? Uh, Taysom. For the Saints. Yeah, Taysom Teddy. Hill. I kept thinking Jameis. Tannehill for some reason. I know that's not right. So Taysom keeps finding ways to make plays. He's throwing for touchdowns. His first passing touchdowns were in this game. He had two of them. He's running for fucking huge clips. He runs for fucking yards like Lamar does sometimes. Yeah. He'll eat up like a 40, 45, 50 yard gain like nothing. He's a like weapon. Breakfast. That's what um, they call so, him. He's a weapon. Do you think, and I think record wise it indicates this, but do you think the Saints are the best team in the NFC? Saints are like, see that's where I, like, I think we your glass half empty in your mind of the saints and in my head i always think of the saints as like playoff contenders for sure like they always oh, feel that, really but I they just... always feel really good in my head like and i think we talked about it a week or two ago about how Sean Payton deserves credit akin to Belichick the way that the last few years it's been plugging anybody and they're still you know just absolutely dominating granted that hasn't that hasn't yielded uh, super bowl wins uh, in a hot minute, but I always count them in. I'm really impressed with the Falcons. It's really uh, s- speaks volumes of how they must have really felt like the toxicity uh, in the organization uh, pre-firing the, the the house cleaning that they had. Because now that they're you know they beat the Vikings, and I feel like we have a lot of talent. They beat other good teams. Uh, they're not going they down by the fight. They're not the, the Bears. They're not the right. They're not the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Um, so good for them. But yeah, I think like those wins, uh, further just like prove like wow, the stuff we don't know behind the scenes must have been like pretty intense. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for the Falcons. The this Awful is kind uniforms, of funny. Just and I'm getting, yeah, yeah, really bad. Even like, my girlfriend like, who hates oh, football like, pointed that out. And it's crazy um, because like the uniforms they had, like all of them before these ones were fucking fire. Like sick. pretty much every era of Falcon uniforms awesome were fire. Awesome color scheme. Until this awesome, one. awesome logo. You know what I mean? There's so many cool things. Remember the fucking down, the down winged, uh, just blatant red Falcon. Bright ass red helmet, dude. Yeah, that was the one I love. Oh my god, it's nasty. All right, so. This is kind of funny. So the the Falcons being so piss poor and then going on a little win streak, I feel like that is uh it causes issues with that fan base cuz when your team is really bad, of course you want to win. But once they start that badly, you start thinking about draft prospects and draft placement and you're like, "Do we really want to go on a winning streak right now?" And funny enough, that is exactly how I have slipped right the fuck back into my norm of November December thinking about what draft pick I want the Bears to get and and secretly hoping they fucking lose because I know that they can't do it with what they have. And guess what? They never picked the right guys under Ryan Pace's first-round pick tenure. So this leads us into the Lions and Bears game. And 
if you will, if you'll allow, I will rant a little bit about the fucking Please. bears. Give me Here, the state I'm gonna of the give union. you I'm gonna give you positives uh from the state of the Bears and that game. David Montgomery ran like a beast. He really did. Uh, he they was on implemented, my bench in one of my leagues. It sucked. Yeah. He put he ran like a man possessed. He ran like people were disrespecting him. He was very, very fun to watch. I love seeing him get absolutely stoned by a dude and like seeing a pile and I'm like, alright, well that two yards, that's whatever. And then like fucking five yards come out of it. Cause he just like rips his way through while they're holding his jersey. He never stops moving his legs. He's a great, he has great tape for, for aspiring running backs to watch. Um, so let me think, are there any other positives? Okay. The running game in general was better than it had been. Cool. Whatevs. Uh, Mitch had a couple good throws. Awesome. Now let's go into the negatives. Abandoning the run in the second half when you're ahead by 10 against the lions. That's dumb, especially with Mitch Trubisky. Um, negatives mitch trubisky fumbling with a strip sack on the 10 yard line on the last drive for the bears well not the last drive second to last the last one we had to try to fucking come back and win it because he got strip sacked he gets strip sacked on the 10 yard line i would have rather seen mitch take a shotgun snap and then knee it just knee it it's third down and just fucking punt and then they have to go the whole length of the field to kick a field goal to win it so once you turn it over on the 10 yard line they have a, over a minute left. All they have to do is kick a field goal to tie it. But, of course, Adrian Peterson scores a touchdown. Yeah, dude, he so, eats. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck happened. It Can't seems like once, once Trubisky started, starting, uh, started again for the Bears, the defense just fucking gave up. Um, I'm not going to defend them and say they're Super Bowl caliber. And do I think that they were? Sure, but that was before they gave up. They literally are giving up before our eyes. The Chuck Pagano was calling such fucking egregious defenses where he's giving up so much soft middle coverage and playing off receivers and not challenging and not calling blitzes. Our pass rush is fucking non-existent. We get like one sack from Khalil Mack and then it gets called for a penalty. Called back. So we're not blitzing to get pressure on the QB. We're just letting... Dude, and it's Stafford. Stafford has shown he can rack up yards and points so oh, quickly. Absolutely. He's a comeback maverick. I like Stafford. He's put up five I don't grand like his wife. at least a few times. I know. As soon as we talked about, like, I was like, give her credit. And then she said something else. And I was like, oh, boy, never mind. I wish I wouldn't have said that. So at, during that game, I'm like, ooh, the Bears are playing well. This is fun again. I'm like, we're actually, our offense is actually doing something. Like, we're just down blocking and fucking double teaming on the, on the fucking nose guard, kicking him out, a little pull block behind it, and fucking... Montgomery is finding the hole or he's finding the cutback lane. And I'm like, dude, this is what we needed all year. This can set up intermediate passing. And what it really sets up is play action, which is all that Mitch Trubisky can do. He can only read one side of the field while running. So that was cool. You, another thing that I heard about and noticed every time we call a timeout this whole year, something bad has happened like a turnover or a fucked up play or like a delay of game after a timeout, which is egregious. That just shows how bad the coaching is. Am I right? I mean, yeah, I mean... Not being able to have any successful plays after a timeout and having three points scored in the third quarter throughout the duration of the entire season, Luke. How bad of coaching do you have to have to have those two things happen? If That just says everything you need to know. They cannot make adjustments. They don't know how to fucking adjust on the fly during games. And especially when given a brief amount of time, because when we came off our bye week, we got fucked against the Packers. So you have to fire the coaching staff. You have to start over. I don't care what anyone says. 
I'm not hearing it, dude. Matt Nagy's not the answer. Ryan Pace is clearly not the answer. Thank you for the mid-round steals and Tariq Cohen, Eddie Jackson, Bilal Nichols, etc. Thank you for that. Th- also, fuck you for every first-round pick you fucked up. A la Mitch Trubisky, Kevin White, uh, Leonard Floyd. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him out. I'm kind of glad we lost because the fucking Washington football team won as well as the, uh, who was the other team that won? We did. The unexpected one. Giants. Sorry. NFC East. So I, I think know, the craziest the wins Giants of the week win was were the Giants against the Seahawks and the football team against the undefeated Steelers. Those teams both won, putting them at the same overall record as the Bears. Let me get down into that top 10, baby. The Let NFC me get a new East staff. This is so funny still. All right. I ranted enough. The Bears, fuck you for giving up defense. Fuck you for thinking that you... Oh, dude, fuck, fuck you for you, choosing those coaching staff. How bad do you have to be to have those fucking two things happen? The terrible plays after timeouts, fucking no... Three points scored in th- in the third quarter throughout the whole season. That's egregious. They need to be fired now because other teams have already fired their coaches or GMs and those teams will get a head start on the candidate search. You don't want to come in after the season when the best people have been snapped up. Then you get Harbaugh, and then I stop watching the Bears. <laughs> I mean, it does seem like uh, that's sort of written on the wall, doesn't it? They were saying, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, "I'll fucking geek if that happens. I'll freak out." I, I know they were saying on like the when they were given the college football playoff, like top twenty-five, top four, whatever the fuck. Um, they were saying that pretty much the only place for Harbaugh uh, to to get a, to get paid is the NFL right now because like they put his record at Michigan on screen and it's well, fucking egregious. Yeah, there is uh, egregious is the word of the day. There is um, multiple things happening with Harbaugh from sources, and one of them is that they're negotiating a contract extension with him, but for less money because he's paid like so much fucking more money than he should be. And then the other one was that he's got interest from like four NFL teams. If it's the so bears, funny. I'm out. I'm telling you right now, I might be out. Was, I might not watch the bears. I might he, watch the Browns. Wasn't he a bear? Yes. I don't yeah. like him. No, I mean, him and his, him and his brother are such closet softies. What? I mean, yes, one of, one of those are. brothers They're has so a super bowl soft. ring. You know what I mean? Fuck. Did you You're see crazy. him not shake? Did you see him not shake hands with Vrabel? After the game, the same game where they had the little kerfuffle at midfield, he went up and waved him off. He went up and waved up. Dude, Vrabel really? will rip your head off. I mean, he would, yeah. Vrabel so, is, is very impressive. I, I'm pleased that um, he made the transition to, John, to yes. that position. He's so such a, I remember smoothly. when he was a defensive lineman, or defensive lineman A, but a defensive line coach for Ohio State, and head-butted Joey Bosa's face mask after a good play and busted his forehead. And I'm like, yeah, this man. guy's the man. Psycho. Um... Yeah, I just think John is such a fucking or Jim is a soft fuck, but John is a little harder. But still, I both, think John's kind of a hard softies. ass. But I hear you. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Colts beat the Texans on a Deshaun Watson fumble at the end of the game in what was a very competitive game. Uh, the Colts beat the Texans in what was actually a close game. I think the Colts are a solid team. I I don't think they will make a run in the playoffs, and a lot of it is how disgusting. Um, Philip Rivers throwing is to me. It's just like I don't know if I want to keep watching that anymore. It's been oh, like seventeen know, years. Oh, I know, dude. I know. He I've, just I've, fucking palms it like a grapefruit and chucks it. Never been a fan myself. Uh, respect I like for Rivers. respect I just for his hate game. Watching him throw respect it. for him as a person. I just I oof, I've never I've never been a big fan. I uh, 
I wanted to ask you, speaking of the Texans, about Will Fuller the fifth. Um, Ooh, yeah, let's talk about him and Bradley Roby from Ohio State. So what both, happened uh, with Bradley Roby? The same both, deal? He all yeah, same thing. Both young both young gods got caught with performance enhancing PEDs. It's um, so weird because like Will Fuller is, was having like a balling yeah. ass year and like people were being like, oh, he's he's a number one and like he was. He's a, never a, been a number one. Well, but people were starting to t- you're you're crazy if you don't think that people were starting to talk that way this year without De- without DeAndre and. Uh, and he was p- still putting up numbers, and at Notre Dame, he was for sure a number You're one. You're correct. I'm just saying, put him on a team that doesn't have a talent like Deshaun Watson. Is he a number one? No. Put 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 uh, DeAndre Hopkins on any NFL team. He's the best player on their offense. I mean, he balled out with like Brandon Wimbush or whoever the fuck was his quarterback at Notre Dame. So basically, something I pointed out to you was the fact that their uh, assistant strength and conditioning coach is Brian Cushing of USC um, performance enhancing drug fame. So. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. That dude was fucking juicing up his whole career. He he would play like half a season every season because he was getting yeah. caught juicing. And I'm yeah. like, get him out then. Get him out of the league if he's just gonna fucking roid up every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. did Brian and Brian Cushing got uh, in trouble? I mean, sometimes it was injuries, but other times he legitimately got like in trouble for PEDs. Correct. Yeah, I was being hyperbolic, but he did get in trouble for PEDs all the time. Like yeah, I, I remember. I remember. He was more than three times. He was a madman. Um, yeah, it's insane. You know like that division is—he's just juicing him up in the fucking uh, like recovery room outside the weight room, and just someone just walks up and sl- slowly closes the door. As fucking Will Fuller's just getting—it looks like acupuncture in his legs, but it's just a yeah, bunch of noise. unfortunately, That's why it's fast. Unfortunately, it's Moving a bummer on. as a fan. But yeah, good uh, for the good for the Colts. Good for the Colts. Yeah. Congrats, the team. Dolphins. The Dolphins went back to Tua, and they beat the the reeling Bengals, who only scored one touchdown. Um, the, I feel bad for uh, the Bengals. Is Tua, but, what is, is, is Tua impressing you, like, uh, like still? Like, he was impressing me at the beginning, and then now I'm sort of like... Um, so here's my thing. I've always loved Tua. Never been super impressed with his game, other than his deep ball is, like, glorious. Um I think he has a tendency to sometimes hop fucking short passes a little bit. I think his running is not as great as it could be, and he's very fragile. But I love his killer edge, and I love his deep ball. Problem is, he played at Alabama with some of the most disgusting talent at wide receiver. And on top of that, all NFL players supporting him. So, And he still got his hip broken like Tupperware. Um, so when he plays this year... I'm less impressed with him and way more impressive with just the Dolphins. I was about to say, like, what are the Dolphins? Uh, what's their they're record now? Four. I was gonna say, like, they're these are not like we've been we've been like steadily tracking. These aren't the Dolphins of old, uh, or maybe they're gonna the, make not the, the playoffs, old, but not the Dolphins of they're recent. Feasibly, yeah, they're feasibly gonna make the playoffs, which is a testament their, to their coach and this to their fucking not GM for bringing your in J fucking Fiedler Dolphins. This is not your your post Vikings Dante Culpepper Dolphins. Uh, these are, these, these dolphins are hot, man. They're hot. They're hot boys. Um, hot boy, Rico hot boy from, uh, dude, they are a hot boy. Um, um, what up? Go ahead. Tell me no. about the Vikings. Tell me Speaking about the Vikings. Of, Jacks. In, in line Aiden with, oh, dude, you're doing Aiden's, Aiden's doing the gritty right now. Yeah. Um, Justin Jefferson is, uh, the second Vikings rookie receiver to ever have a thousand yards. Second only to Randy Moss. Uh, that's pretty good company. Bear in mind, Jefferson didn't even really play the first like two weeks of the season. 
We still yeah, have a few weeks left. He is the best rookie wide, rec- wide, re- uh, wide receiver. I'm admitting it. Yeah, talent wise, I still think C.D. Lamb might be more talented than him, but it doesn't matter because Jefferson's his his competitive nature, his fucking route running, and his elusive speed, like he's or deceptive speed. He's really really quick. You know, his what I mean? route running is. It doesn't gross. matter. Like even if C.D. is more talented and can do these weird like gravity to find bending catches like you sure can jefferson sure can. is the shit he is a dog he's your he gets number one open he gets open and um you know it, it's interesting it's interesting uh when that stefan Diggs trade happened i was kind of like sweating a little because thielen uh i still feel thielen is our number one um Thiel. but Thiel. he's not Thiel. um i'm i i don't know about that but Doesn't he play out of the slot predominantly I I mean I I get yeah I suppose but I'm just saying like in terms of uh where we're looking and stuff like Jefferson snuck He's up like Thielen's Thielen's always like the still the guy and his numbers are still really big you know what I mean. Um, yeah, he's had ridiculous catches continuously. But uh, Diggs and Thielen uh, used to combine for this tandem where, like, you know, at one point we, they were both over 1,000 yards, like, in, a, in the same season. Like, at one point, him and Diggs were the number one tandem in the league, and you had to you had to sit there and wonder, well, how can we possibly recreate something like that to draft Jefferson and for him to step in and be this, like, week in and week out getting Randy Moss comparisons, like, week in, week out – just performing uh, under pressure. Even when Thielen was out, uh, he had to step up and be the guy like you're talking about. He was the number one. And now he is like, like when the ball goes up now, you're just hoping, Oh shit. I hope it's Jefferson uh, because something magical is going to happen. And Thielen, Thielen as well. But Thielen plays more of like a Chris Carter game. If we're giving the, the 98 comparison uh, and, and he'll, he'll catch anything. All he does is catch, uh, Carter was all he does is catch touchdowns, but you feel me. Great comparison for Um, And thank you. And Jefferson uh, is worthy of his Moss comparisons, uh, but time will tell if he ends up being a Randy Moss. Um, It's just impressive, and I'm so fucking pleased to have that. I'm pleased that these Vikings, amidst a lot of adversity... (laughs) Uh, are somehow scraping They're together their ugly, way back to second wins. place in the division. Yep, you guys are, are them, probably are making a right wild back. card. It hopefully it depends on how we play. I well, mean, dude, we have a we, we have a real football's test. a momentum game, man. Who are you Dan, playing? Who's your, you well? Got, here's the you thing: I got Packers one more time. We have the pack. We have the Buccaneers this weekend and the Bears. We don't have the Packers any anymore, do we? You played them twice. I think we lost to them and then we beat them. Yeah. Okay, well, um, you have the Bears one more we time in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers, who I think you'll beat. Buccaneers is this weekend. I don't know, man. We just went to overtime. We just went to overtime with the Jaguars. That's what I like. That's what I'm saying. Like with the Jaguars, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You if have I, won against the Cowboys and the Jaguars. Two we teams did. You should have beat. We the Cowboys beat us. You fuck. Oh wait, wait. Who is the one that you had the BB? My bad. What, no, who is that? No, I'm just saying. Like we we suck kind of. So it's like who is the like, BB play? What team was that? BB? Oh, that was uh, that was against that was uh, against the Panthers. That's what I. Sorry. So you beat the Panthers and you beat uh, Jacksonville. You should have beaten them, but I'm saying you still. When teams find a way to come back like that multiple yes. times, that it's is awesome. such a fucking momentum and confidence builder. Kirk is. And is, what is happening is, with in Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. It's not good. It's the opposite. I hear you, but if there's T, Look. if you're hearing this, bet on the Vikings. 
I want the Vikings to win. I'm not saying they're not capable of it, but dude, it it almost like it has to be good everywhere, and it's not good everywhere right now. Like our special teams are 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 just really a really bad. Like dude, Dan man. Bailey is so uh, bad. So Dan Bailey misses two extra points, uh, and, and then and then misses the game winning field goal, and so we go we go to OT. He hits the game winner. Like, you know, yeah, like because he, he because does what they he has went to do. for it on like didn't they go for it on fourth down or something to convert because they didn't want to kick it, but then they got yeah. it very close and then kicked it yeah, when it was like it a was something yarder. like that. And I was like, look, don't 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 fuck up. On I I was guys. texting T. I said, don't kick it. I said, don't kick this field goal. If you guys lose to the Glennons of the world, it would have been bad. You don't want, it been you don't really want to bad. lose to Mike and Glendale, Arizona. So many of our games have gone down to the wire like that, and 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 I'm really really impressed because a win's a win, and I'm happy that they're they're pulling it out. Um, but there's a lot of things you need to t- tighten up if you're gonna go if you're gonna step to the goat. Like we're playing not in Minnesota. Kirk has been pretty lights out and like on these whole fourth quarter comeback drives and stuff. It's very awesome. But the the weird thing about him is like he has the been pa- impressive. He boot he boots stuff. up like a '90s computer though. Like it's it so bizarre. Oh my god! Like like it seems like uh, a lot of these games of late, the man like literally has the, like you're like thawing meat, and then all of a sudden like by the time we get to the third and fourth where it matters and it's a close as fuck game because you know we have a young secondary and bad special teams. Uh, uh, then he turns it on and fuck dude. I love a game winning drive just as much as the next guy, but it'd be really cool to win by like 14. Uh, like, yeah. Well, I, like yeah, I know, but be honest. Like, so I have this, this inner monologue, which I think, or this debate in my head, um, of, like specifically let's talk Ohio state. Would I like Ohio state to win their games by 45 points? And do they usually? Yeah. But do I go back games? and re? Do I remember – we can talk about it. Um, do I remember <laughs> the games where we blow teams out and it wasn't like Michigan two years ago? Do I remember them that often? Not really. What I remember are the really, really close games. The ones where Michigan State won by a field goal um, in the rain. The one where JT Barrett ripped off eight for eight and beat Penn State in a whiteout. Yeah, and Gus those Johnson, are great. You know what I mean? They, they, They're great. During, during the I game, it's like it I don't want it because – No, I know. I but I mean, You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just telling you. There's a, there's like a simple beauty to the close game because there that's is. the kind that causes you an intense emotional connection mm-hmm. to what's happening. And the Panthers game was exciting. Like there was like, in, right. in all these close games. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's just it like with sometimes, your blood pressure, but like sometimes I know what you're it saying. plays you too far to the like anxiety. Like sometimes it's just like, I, it's hard to. For anxious people such as ourselves. Yeah, it's hard to like 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 with the scope. But you know, we're coming down to the wire and they're performing good enough and if they keep playing good enough, I, I hope that um good things will happen. So um Buccaneers are a test and then other teams on the schedule like left to play are it seems pretty winnable, like down the stretch. So hopefully. We'll see. All right, I'm going to burn through some games to get to a couple key topics I want to talk about. Browns had, like, the best game Baker Mayfield's ever had, and they were beating the shit out of the Titans yeah, until they, I mean, it became you, closer at the end. But it, can't dude, say they shit this week yeah, like, wrecked about Baker. Them. I can't say and shit I like, about Baker. He, correct. He I've, I've always liked the Browns. It's not a fucking bandwagon thing. I liked them as an Ohio Same. team when they were yeah. bad. Um, so they were, they've always been my, basically my second team I keep tabs on, but not even close to how much I wa- I read about the bears. Um, 
That one, crazy. Rams the Browns, beat the... Well, just for a second. The Browns are a fucking historical franchise. Like, like Correct. It's, it's like, it's akin to, like, you know... Isn't the Bengals stadium called Paul Brown Stadium? Because he, like, founded them, too? Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, so like, he that did. Would, he founded both hilarious. of them. Um, but... And that's what, one of the reasons the rivalry is so sick. But, like, it's it's akin to, like, one of the, like, original NHL teams that are, like, still around. Like, from the OG, like, crew, like, being good. Like, you, that's good for the sport. And the Browns. Correct, correct. The Browns correct. being uh, not, only, not only a contender, but, like, fucking crushing it is good for the game of football. And, and Did, I love seeing you're it. You're right. Did you see the touchdown where Baker like did like a somersault in an and then, unbelievable like, slide? Like it was so here's cool. The thing. It's like I talk shit and when then it like, works, look, you it's look fun. cool as fuck. That's where I want it. When you're up by four touchdowns and you slide in and take pictures of your fucking like that's cool. Yeah. As, that's cool as hell. But it's like that's when I that's when it's time to to be Baker. But on other weeks when you're being Mister Funny Guy and Nick Chubb's like carrying your your dick, you know what I'm saying? Like. That's yeah. when it annoys I, me. Yeah, but that's good what I'm for saying. You. Like Baker balled out. I'm when it's impressed. fun, it's fucking. It. Go it's Browns. the best. When it's I fun, want it's you the best. to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I sound like a hater, and sometimes I am. But I want them to be good, and well, I love we it. Both, I'll root we for both them all the way through. Ba- we both admit that Baker Mayfield's fucking constant stream of stereotypical movie references that are very, very heavily used already um, is not. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make you a funny person, Baker. Maybe it hits too close to home. Maybe it, maybe we just see ourselves and we're like, oh, I hate that fuck because we know that well, that's the way we are. communicated exclusively in movie quotes, but they were obscure movie quotes that people did not often get. to work for it, you know? You have to dig in deep. Okay, burning some games. Cardinals are on a fucking losing streak. They lost to the Rams. Um, this is after Jared Goff was called the fuck out for his ineptitude. By the head coach, he responded accordingly. Cardinals, 6-6, six and six, still, I mean, Goff. whatever. It just, I want Kyler to do better, especially with DeAndre. Um, Giants beat the Seahawks. We will come back to that because that's, be- that's a cool topic with Colt McCoy starting. Packers beat the shit out of the Eagles, causing Jalen Hurts to come in. Yes. And now Jalen Hurts has been about. announced as the starter. Yes. Um, Go ahead. Aiden, this is insane. Um, it is. Think about the amount of money that they dropped the into the money into on the table, show. man. Like, like, oh my God. And so it's it's like $128 million was his extension, right? Dude, it was a lot. They, I think, it was like... I think, it was like They'd have to eat like sixty million, million if they got rid of him. Like it's just out dead, of pocket. It's dead out of pocket millions upon millions of dollars if they trade or release. Dude, they thought it's, they were getting a Gyarados, but they bought that magic card for five dollars. Mm, and it was overpriced. Unfortunately. And all and all it knows is splash. So this is via ESPN stats and info. Carson Wentz in the second week of December, historically. December 2017, torn ACL and LCL, ends 2017, uh, 2017 season. December 9th, 2018, fractured vertebrae, ends 2018 season. December 8th, 2020. Dude, what a metal, what a metal injury. Benched for rookie Jalen Hurts. So it's like, here's the thing, man. And let me break it down a couple ways. On one hand... You could take it on the chin and and uh, kind of take, I don't know, some sort of accountability. Um, Carson Wentz did not do that. Did you see, like, his post? He's like, yeah, I don't really know what happened. No, and... I want it here because I don't know, but I do have a scenario that may have happened since he is freak show. I assume Jalen Hurts ran into the huddle and said, Carson, yeah. And he's like... Well, what are we doing? Like gadget play? You want me to go out to wide receiver? And he's like, nah. no, no, no. I'm starting now. 
And he's, and he's like, who said that? He said, P- Peterson said this. He's like, he most certainly did not. No, I don't know I didn't. You Go ahead, said what did he say it. after the game? Um... Yeah, he uh, he he in the press in the press conference afterwards, he was sort of like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the plan is. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, he he really just sort of brushed it off as though it sounded like it looked like somebody who got dumped but wasn't ready to admit that his girlfriend was like dating another guy. Yeah, uh, who's better and like, doesn't throw interceptions. Right. He's like, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see what happens going forward. And like, Seven's like, I you know what's gonna happen going forward. And and then it became official. Uh, bench him and Peters. It was kind of weird. Peterson texted Adam Schefter and they like posted it. It was like kind of bizarre, but he was just like what he said. Uh, like yesterday, I think it was on NFL Live was um that he did it for a spark. The same reason he put Jalen in the game before. It's a spark to to try and like make what they can out of the season. They know they have a crack at it in this horrible division. Um, and you still want to make a run for Dude, everybody's job's sake. Other than the fucking. Eagles, the division played pretty cool this weekend. It was pretty cool to watch. I'm not saying they didn't, but it's still the most. But they're laughing, a dog though, shit division, dude. It's a laughing stock. Get real. That's why it's fun but to watch, though. It is. I agree, and it's it's impressive for like fucking Alex Smith get, like getting his bloody sock on, all all like fucking. Dude, his leg looked like a red style. fruit gusher, and he's just for like, real. no, no, no. I've had worse. Trust me, I've had worse. And they're like, oh he god, has. Alex. I- Dude, um, somebody in the comments of Alex Smith like posted like this like these images that had like Spanish writing like they looked like they're from like the dark web and it was like of Alex Smith's leg when it was all infected it was, and cut open. Dude, it was dude, it's, it was getting eaten by like bacteria. Horrifying. I've like, seen horrifying. the photos. So so for that dude to come back, we were already commending him for him to beat an undefeated Steelers team. It's a good storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about it, but let's let's close out the let's close out the Hertz uh, stream. Oh, of thought sorry, you fucking you 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 distracted me with shiny objects. So the Hertz thing, um, I think makes total sense. Like, dude, salvage your salvage your season, make uh, like, but I don't know what that means. Like, do you think the decisions already made up top that? we're trading Carson Wentz this offseason. Jalen Hurts is now our guy and it's a change of culture because that's a pretty big fucking decision to make you have this late to. in you the have season. To. I you agree have you to. have to. I agree you, you have to. You can't go back to. to Wentz. Yeah, I no, not anymore. Um, we know what happened. And also those stats I read means the dude can't play a full season of of professional football. Just he to, hasn't. just saying. Just saying. The, I'll like, say I'm, this th- and that's what happens when you play in fucking I I'm not saying I don't I don't I'm not saying he hasn't played good football. He's been lights out some years of his career. Let's obviously. just say this. It'd be dumb not to mention that he was a uh, NFL MVP candidate his second yeah, year before absolutely. he got hurt. And absolutely. that he led the Eagles to a playoff berth, which was then carried out by Foles to right. Super Bowl but his completion. So, been dog shit recently, right. Let's, I just want to make sure we mention but that. Of it's course, not that of he's course. had a completely ass no. career because that's no. why he got paid so much money is because they thought this guy is a top five quarterback they bet uh, the ascending. farm thinking he ascending. would swing the exact opposite way than he swung it was a bad call um i'll let me ask you this i had this thought what happens if Billichek's like all right well the cam newton show was was average let's see if i can fucking get wince with them eating like half of the dead cat money um for like a for like a fourth and then making him a fucking legend if Belichick, Can you see that? If no, I wait. Is that a rumor? No, that's what I'm formulating. Um, in my uh, head. Well, here's the thing. If that happens, 
then uh, he knows something I don't, and I respect it, and I assume they'll make a run because – No, uh, no, no, not right now. You can't trade right now. I just mean like – I understand that in the offseason. No, I know. I'm not saying like – I'm not saying in the season, but Cam Newton's a one-year deal. Like That's it, what it, I mean. That's why I say right. it. I, yes, that's why I'm going with your scenario that you posed to me. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, in that scenario, just cut like this whole fucking section, then no, it, like so starting <laughs> starting next it. season. What I'm trying to get to is that if Be- if Belichick were to make that decision, I would I would probably t- turn on a dime and completely pivot and and defer to his knowledge. He sees something then I trust Bill Belichick and then I would be like, okay, so obviously I would just be surprised to see that blow up in his face. Cause Cam Newton hasn't necessarily blown up in his face. Right. Not right. necessarily. It's I mean, just, let, let's mention the fact that Cam Newton led Patriots 45, nothing on the chargers. Yeah. Yeah. The chargers are one of the most poorly run organizations I've seen this year. Oh, and to, from, all, to everybody from, from that, the stabbing of lungs to the fucking yeah. terrible play calling to the fucking special teams errors to the everything. Well, and to everybody, like, on the Rookie of the Year talk, like, with Justin Jefferson, like, everybody being like, well, but Justin Herbert. I'm like, is this your king? Like, this guy, Justin like, Herbert's played very well for the sure, circumstances. Sure, mm. that's great. But, like, Justin Jefferson's played well regardless of circumstances. It's just... You're correct. I think people value quarterback play from rookies much more than other positions. Cool. I'd, you, know what I, you know what I would hard. value more from a rookie quarterback is if you won games. And no, I, I agree. I think Justin Jefferson's the offensive rookie of the year. Um, I think the defensive rookie of the year is up for debate, which leads me into the Washington game Chase against Young, the Steelers and Chase Young. Live without. Dude, the man, he's been out a few weeks, but he's a goddamn highlight reel, and he's got the physique of a Grecian god. Let's just be honest. Um, yeah, he's a badass. He had, he had some pivotal plays. He had one on a fourth down on the goal line where he shot around the edge unblocked because he was so far out split wide in a stand-up rushing position that they just didn't block him because it was a it was a dive play up the middle. He got around the edge so fast he he dove and like spun the running the running back in the air and you know what I mean like stonewalled him done you didn't convert give me the ball back let Alex mm-hmm. Smith go for it. Um, <clears throat> also on another the Steelers had like a third and long and they ran a quick screen and right when he saw. Big Ben take it and rock back for that screen throw. He just took off to the sideline with a perfect angle. And the guy cut around another defensive player and took it upfield. And Chase met him right before the sticks. Mm. He ran straight from D end all the way to the sideline to the sticks, essentially. And, and, and stopped him for the fourth down. Mm. Those plays on top of the fact. So when you're building a team, I'm, hugely an advocate of building from the trenches offensive and defensive line i love defensive line the most because it's so fun i think defensive linemen are the most athletic players on the team sometimes Sometimes. no people that big should be able to move like that um yeah offensive linemen also cool my thing is that when you invest four first round picks in your defensive line to the tune of Duron Payne and jonathan allen from bama and montez sweat mississippi state chase young ohio state second pick in the draft you're expecting them to dominate games like that. Um, they played an undefeated team and they held them to like less than 30 yards rushing. And they didn't get any sacks, but they had fucking so many tipped passes, including one for a game winning interception by Montez Sweat. They played so well from that fucking defensive front seven. It was insane. John Bostic was killing it. A mm. former bear sucked on the bears. His best play was blowing up a fucking crossing route in preseason. Um, that was it for his career with the bears. And then he played with the Steelers and sucked and he had a really good game. 
Yeah. Well, Sorry, that was my little spiel no, about I how agree. fucking beastly their defensive front seven has been playing. I agree, but the the thing about that narrative uh, in that game is that the Steelers played what two games in twelve days, three games in twelve days. Right, right, right. Like it was like you're absolutely it, correct. So while talking about the Washington football team beating the previously undefeated Steelers. We have to mention, like we said, that they played multiple games in a very short amount of time. And yeah. they, uh, they, it, it is always cool to have an undefeated team. It's a storyline in and of itself. It's fun to watch, even if it's, I mean, it, it wasn't as fun to watch when it was the Patriots who went undefeated all the way to the uh, Super Bowl, losing to the Giants and Eli, as Luke <laughs> mentioned. I thought that they had lost a regular season game that year. Um, so yeah, Steelers aren't going to pull that off this year. But, in my opinion, I think it's beneficial to lose a game because it takes a fuckload of pressure off of you. Yeah, I I'd say so. It's I not think college. Just, you don't have to go undefeated. Like, yeah, just no... being undefeated is such a burden because now mm-hmm. you're not measured up to everybody in the league. You're measured up to every team that's ever been good on top right. of that. You're yeah. like, oh my god, are they going to be as good as this team? Are it's they like, the 72 man, can, Dolphins? Are they can the TJ Watt just Patriots? eat? Can TJ just eat? Can we just play? Like... No, I ben, know. Ben's liable to break at any moment. Let's just enjoy it. I um, know. It's a lot I just, of. I'm just saying, like, it's. I I've been saying it. They just haven't. They've been getting sort of an unfair shake. The Steelers. So I I I wish them nothing yeah. but the best this year. I I, hope I have no dominate. qualms. I've got no qualms with them. I love Chase Claypool and um, Juju at wide receiver. I think that they're just fucking such a fun young talented tandem. Um. I think Ben and his little comeback tour is spectacular. Yeah. Everyone's Swan giving song, comeback perhaps. player of the year to Alex Smith. Of but, course. I mean, we'd be remiss not to mention mm. that fucking Ben came back this year and is doing spectacularly. Yeah, totally. And like I said, TJ Watt will probably win defensive MVP. Yeah, good for he's him. He's really good. I'm really impressed that another, like, he's Watt. not just like, yeah, for sure. He's, he's not just he, JJ's brother. T- that yeah, happens he, so often, like, where you get, like, fucking clay matthews brother chase matthews or whatever and like stuff like that or whoever whatever his name was but you know what i was talking about like Jake? from oregon i don't know who the fuck it was but like then oh you're was, talking he, about chris long and kyle long i'm not i'm talking about clay matthews oh because there's brother. always there's uh, always a few you know yeah saying? i know what like, you're saying they get compared to the great and then a lot of times they just don't shake out so to see another watt like also potentially be a defensive mvp and stuff like that is is really fucking impressive What's really weird to me is that there's three brothers with three different, wildly different body types. Yeah, totally. You have JJ, who's just obnoxiously athletic and stupidly big. You've got Derek, who's a fullback, looks like a fullback, still like a good player. Bow, I think bow. I think they're actually, he's on the Steelers A, which is cool. Yeah. And they're giving him like plays. They're dialing up plays for him. And I think mm-hmm. he scored this year. But then you got TJ, who's built like a perfect pass rushing linebacker specimen. And he's... Like, it's just weird how they have three different levels of athlete yeah. represented between them, and all of them are very good at their respective positions. Two um, of them are tops in their perspe- in their positions and the best defensive player in the league. J.J. won it, like, twice, I think. Remember when J.J. was doing the uh, the Letterman jackets on the Texans? Yeah, but, remember like, when he was, had a pick so six swaggy. a few weeks ago? Dude, good for him. Like, that dude consistently 
gets hurt and comes back. <laughs> I like um, him, even like though he fucking beat Ohio State. So, like, like we, I said earlier, let's burn a couple more of these because there is one key game I want to talk about. Yeah, let's, let's about round there. us out, man. Chiefs beat the Broncos in a fairly close game. The Chiefs are armed and dangerous. Bills beat the 49ers. I think Boring Shanahan's game, a great coach. Uh, that was ring game. I'm very impressed with Josh Allen, and I'm very impressed with his connection with Diggs. He's he's made a lot of gains as a quarterback. Yeah, but I'm but I was just gonna say Nick Mullins better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. They found him in like the bottom rounds or undrafted from Southern Miss of yeah. Brett Favre fame. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's just like fuck you, Matt Nagy. I'm so pissed. Um, well, and Diggs almost has a grand this year too. He does like, have Diggs, a grand. I think he, he does broke have it. a grand. Okay, he broke it this weekend then, because I know, like, as of last week when I googled and stuff, he had like nine eighty three or something, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Didn't like, you get Jefferson as part of the trade package or no? Well, one the, one of the picks, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm Jefferson. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. What good mm-hmm. job you've done because people may not remember, but Stephon Diggs was a fourth round pick from Maryland. Oh yeah. So fourth, what value have pick, you guys been snagging? Like. You got an undrafted and a fourth, and then we you draft that, deep. Well, it's crazy. Like, uh, I'm very, I'm always impressed with our drafting, um, for the most part. Uh, and I think we make a lot of. I mean, sometimes we make really sound trades. Other times you do the Yannick Ngakwe. So I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not happy about that. Cowboys lost to the Ravens. Uh, not really going to go into that game, Boring other game than. Again. It's whatever, man. Lamar's been off passing but most of the year. How weird is it? We had a his running double, is really good. Double header on Monday, and then we got a Tuesday game a Tuesday after having game. a Monday and a Wednesday last week games. Like this so, season is a fever dream. It's you just got to take it as it dream. comes. It's probably irresponsible because you know COVID. And, and there should also, never be fans in the stands, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They're figuring it out uh, eventually, I think. For love of God. Um, real quick, the two games I want to highlight. We, I want to talk about Giants-Seahawks, but mainly, real quick, I need to talk about this Raiders-Jets game. Because mm-hmm. about a week ago, I rediscovered my hatred for Greg Williams. Um, oh, Nator- yes. Oh, yeah. Nator- we could have yeah. we could have led with this, honestly. Yeah, I know. I should have. This is a Nator- headline. Yeah, notorious for the bounty gate in, uh, with the Saints. And that cost Sean Payton a year and him his job. Motherfucker was back the next year as a defensive coordinator. He has consistently fielded the dirtiest defenses in the league. He fucking has so many uh, personal fouls. His defenses are always middling at best, except for that one time he was good with the Saints when they were getting paid to take people's heads. He was literally saying, go for the head on Frank Gore and the legs will follow. Take out the head and the legs won't work. You got to get it. You got to hit him in the head. He's dude. Frank Gore's been in the league for like 27 years. Fuck you. How dare you? You know what Frank I mean? Gore I, will be here when we're all dead. I am so angry. I know that that happens in the league, but like, no, that I was, never, that was, a, that was horrible, dude. How that dare you do that? You're, you're actively horrible. trying to hurt, like hurt people's lifestyles. Yeah. Like how bad of a human being do you have to be to not be good enough at calling defense that you need to egregiously try to hurt people? to win games and you're going to pay out of pocket. You should be fucking done for. And then he was back and then he bounced around. He was the defensive coordinator for the Browns when they were on hard knocks. Didn't fucking like him. Then, then he became the interim head coach when they fucking fired Freddie kitchens. How dare you? And they were fucking terrible that year on defense and on offense. When he became interim head coach, even still now they're really good because they've got Stefanski. Is Mm -hmm. it Stefanski? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then he goes to the Jets. I remember one of the first, first off, the Jets are 
terrible. I mean, the defense the is the fucking so bad. And then, they were still beating a good team. Well, yeah, I'm going to get into that, but week. I'm just going to say earlier in the year when I actually cared enough to watch one of their games early in this oh. season, oh, they I've had never, like I don't three or four personal fouls called in just that game. And I'm like, dude, of course it's Greg Williams. That's why. So what happens in this game? They're playing what I think is a solid Raiders squad and they're, they're up and it is the very end of the game. The Raiders have to go, I don't know, like 50, 60 yards with no timeouts. What do you do? The only thing you don't do is you blitz every, you don't blitz every single person have three people deep that are already like lined up close to the wide receivers and then allow the, the fucking quarter cornerback to bite on a fake to bite on an inside fake. Are you kidding me? When you have to cover deep thirds for the game-winning touchdown? What the fuck are you doing? Of course he threw that game. That That is a huge conspiracy theory, but that game was thrown. You don't you have that... that he called yeah. up, you think he called an all-out blitz to lose his job? Um, no. You know he, he had to know he was going to lose his job. Dude, I'm so, I'm so split because it's either he's such a bad coach and so vain that he thinks that he can get cute like that, or it was like an overriding That's, decision, like lose the game, which I think, I think has to be more likely, but that would mean he's so bad and he should never, ever, ever get another job again. He already shouldn't have, but that was such a bad play call. It just, Oh my me. God. Yeah. And no, to, to, I played corner. And if that is the play call, first off, you should have checked it on the field. Somebody should have checked that call. They should have checked it to prevent defense and put everybody up like a fucking fence at the goal line. Second, and rush like two. Secondly, if you're a corner on that play, how dare you bite on that inside fake? I know. What the fuck is wrong with... Dude, You, how bad do you have to be situation awareness to well, bite on a fake against a guy that has 4-2 speed? Dude, they're bad. If all you had to do was run back as far as you could, just keep sprinting back. You bit in and you lost the game and got burned like fuck. So, Unlike yeah. the Steelers, the Jets are still perfect. I'm so angry about that. And then, of course, all the players called him out. A bunch of fucking other players on other teams and coaches called him out. Um, my thing is, if you're fucking bold enough to call him out after the game, why didn't you check it on the field? Yeah. Why didn't you? Dude, fuck you for not checking it on the field then. You're mm-hmm. you're you're the ones playing the game. I don't care. Are you willing to like risk? Yeah, you're, it's your livelihood on the line. If you check it... And for some reason that doesn't work, which was highly unlikely because they would have just deflected the pass. Then maybe you get cut. Maybe you get traded. But like now you have to suffer that defeat and live with that and be the defensive that gave that up. And then you're going to call them out after the game. Maybe you should have done something on the field. That's my take. I couldn't agree more, dude. It was a like historically bad play call for a historically bad team so far. And I can't imagine what happens with that organization like uh after this after the season's through one would assume there's about to be an incoming tweet saying comeback season szn and it's lawrence and he's like i'm coming back yeah let's do it let's do one let's do one last uh swan song with a real season post-covid let's do it hopefully Mm, we gotta we gotta play notre dame's gotta play clemson again with him and the acc chomp Here's what I think will happen. Lawrence goes back to school. Justin Fields goes back to school. Ian Book, what year is he? Oh, he's done. He's the, that was number like, one. Number one pick. He was like, you're I'm just crazy. kidding. It won't be. Say, it'll be then. It'll be Lance and Wilson and Mac Jones and Trask. But I wouldn't don't that be think funny? Book will. I don't, I, I don't. People aren't really talking about 
him having a real NFL career doesn't sound like. Um, yeah, I I'd be into be it. Funny. I'd be into it. Uh, but I mean, fucking, he was on. I remember Ian Book was at played like ran out on Senior Day last year when me and Taylor were at the game, and I was like, all right, yeah, he's been here forever. And then he fucking played a whole other season again this year. That's like, dumb. Yeah, he's like, I'm humiliating, I'm here, baby. Uh, um, we can close it out. Um, is there anything you want to say about the Giants beating the Seahawks other than it was fucking cool? I mean, do you think it's a fluke or? No, I, mean, I think their defense is playing super well right now. Well, that's great. I I didn't I didn't see the game, and so like I I was just really surprised by the score, so I didn't know what happened. Um, so the Seahawks their have a bad defense. Correct. There's the Giants secondary is composed of Logan Ryan, who's actually playing really well. James Bradbury, who was a free agent acquisition, played for the Panthers, who's been one of the better corners this year. Uh, they also have Jabril Peppers, who plays safety and in the slot from Michigan, and he's playing really well. So I can't remember their other safety. And he's and playing really well. <laughs> their defensive lines got Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. Um, they're 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 just playing really good defense, top ten caliber defense. And Wayne Gallman's been a great fill in at running back with Saquon out. And it's just cool to see Colt McCoy get a win like that against a very good team. Colt McCoy, of all people. I Colt remember McCoy, when Marcel Darius like broke his spine uh, when they played Texas. I can't Texas. believe Colt McCoy is still in the league. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. I feel like he played for Texas like him and Shipley. 15 years ago. It was him and Shipley. They were the fucking go-to connection. Jesse Mulligan would be able to tell you Jesse about that. Jesse Mulligan would be able to tell you. The only Longhorn fan I know. Um, that, was, uh, that rounds out the week. We did this one a little early so we can focus on the Thursday, Sunday, and then however many other weekly matchups to. we get. Trying to be punctual. Um, we'll, we'll hit real quick that Ohio State versus Michigan, the game, it is canceled, which is mm-hmm. very saddening. I look forward to it every year. I think it's the perfect thing that could have happened for them as a fan base and a team because the beatdown that Ohio State would have put on them would have been historic. And it was very bad two years ago, but it would have been like maybe 70 points. Yeah, been not really, but it could have been. It I'm telling been. you, they're, I mean, they're no, that Michigan's bad. really bad, and Ohio State is incredibly talented. Per and usual. they want to hurt them. So, I I've been hearing so uh, the Big Ten implemented these stupid fucking rules where you had to have six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. Ohio State has now missed three, so they only had five. Um, the talk obviously is: does the playoff committee accept a five? Uh, a, a team that played only five games, even if they think they're the top four. I don't think a team that plays five games should get into the playoffs. I don't either. That's just me. Yeah, because you either. have you haven't had enough opportunities to have to be upset. Notre Dame or played an undefeated regular season. Yeah, I'm and I'm totally of that mind. And it may be you may think that's strange because I'm such a fucking bleeding heart Ohio State fan, but I don't think a fucking five game team should make the playoffs they should it have to feel kind of hollow I'm, i was like when they when they were talking about like putting them in there i was just like i was gonna be like well fuck that they have fresh legs like they're gonna they're gonna yeah i know nice it's not and, fair nice it's just not fair like, it's just not fair um and ohio state did beat down michigan state with like none of their offensive linemen that were starters playing and it was like eight or nine really bad snaps that fields had to like jump and catch it. And then he's like, Oh fuck. And then he'd just take off running and get 20 yards. Anyway, fields right. was a surgeon that game. So Field. there's been talk that they need to fucking set up a game for Ohio state this week in conference. If possible, I've so heard that Texas they can A&M get, get kicked. Yeah. Around. People are talking about Texas A&M. I think that'd be fucking fun as shit. Um, but that's video game stuff. That won't happen. They won't do it. 
Um, and then on top of that, that means Northwestern is going to get into the Big Ten championship game, which is cool. Um, I've did we been talk about talks- Des Bryan on air. No, we did not. But I just want to uh, hear real quick. People are talking about potentially they could maybe move the Michigan-Ohio State game to the weekend of the Big Ten Championship game. And I think that'd be so fucking fun because we'd get the game and then it'd be so much attention would be on it, national television-wise, and to see the beatdown. Um, we'll see what happens with college football. Des Bryant, test positive for COVID I can't believe it. I got COVID. Like, he's out there warming up. He's Read literally – the they were Aiden. showing him on the, the fucking bench so twitching. He was on Twitter like while he was supposed to be warming up, and he's like, "I'm just, I should just give up on the year. I'm just done." He's like, "I got COVID. What is this? I have the same routine." And then how do they go? Are, how are they gonna pull me off and test me? I have COVID, and then he's yeah, like, know, drinking like, wine. Maybe because you have COVID, Des. Like it's crazy. The only storyline for this game they had queued up uh, on like Fox or whatever it was. Was the comeback story for Dez? That's to the, the only story they had queued up, and uh, they had this interview with Tony Gonzalez and and Dez Bryant about that, and how, and they didn't play it yet. They were waiting to play it, and then Jay Glazer comes in and's like, and it gives the news, and then it's like, well, shit. Well, we have <laughs> this interview with Tony Gonzalez and him talking about how excited he is to play tonight. Like it just, it was it it, it was pretty funny, and it it showed like it made him it showed him in this very mature like uh grown man light, and he was saying like his main goal now is to just teach the young the young guys about life and stuff, and like I was you like wow. The Des Bra- oh, the interview. I was about to say yes, Des Bryant acted yes. fairly immaturely. I would say uh, that's what his... I'm getting to. Okay, that's sorry, what I'm go getting ahead. to is because they played that like like this happens. This all is breaking news. This happens on live TV. Then they played that interview, and I'm like, damn, like he's really in a different spot. And then, and then he just starts tweeting. He's like, I have COVID. And then he's like, I might just give up on the season. Like, Who's like, drinking and, wine and like, with me? Show I me know, your glasses. I know. And I was like, well, that's the opposite of what I th- thought was happening here. And I mean, it sucks and I feel terrible. And that guy's got a lot of bad breaks, but if honestly, dude, I love Des Bryant and all, but I'd probably cut him and be like, sorry, dude, you're just kind of a hassle. You're kind of bothering me. Like, You're just but I me. want him to be good. I want to see Des be good. I want to throw up the X. I like Des, but it was weird to it, it was weird to see the all those like that series of events back to back to back where it's like, oh well, at least he's mature. At least he's gonna hand this, handle this maturely because he just said that in that interview, and then you're just like kind of tirating but i imagine emotions are high you're out there already you're under the lights getting ready for a football game you're mentally and physically prepared lights Lights. yeah um but yeah the des bryant storyline's funny one last thing did you see zach wilson get absolutely murdered on the field on a on an interception return coastal carolina versus byu no you should look up the clip it was it was one of the worst things i've ever seen so he throws the pick he throws the pick and one of the like linebackers like puts hands on chest, you know, he's like, well, I got to block somebody and that's fine. But then the defensive lineman number 94, like runs from the edge of the screen and lights up Zach Wilson while he's being blocked and like holding his hands up. He's like, I don't want it. He gets lit up. Then he gets bent backwards and turned and the defensive lineman put his like hands on his back and slammed him on his face. Oh my God. And then Zach Wilson like rolled through and then he picked him up and bent him back again. Holy it shit. was dude. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was it was bush league, um, and then it started a fight like it should have. Yeah, and it was good. at the end of the half. You should. I'll send you the clip. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And they know he's a fucking NFL draft prospect. Like that's right. just like malicious. Um, it's nothing like that high schooler fucking knocking that rep on his. Did ass. Did we talk I'm about like, that? No, like yeah. it's so fucked up. We and shouldn't even laugh because it's like 
horrifying. It's, it's something that should never happen in the game. Do we sometimes want to see referees get lit the fuck up? I mean, sh- of course. Sure, maybe. But, but should like they? A high no. schooler taking out a ref blindsided. Not high school like, refs. But I'm maybe like, they, but I'm like, good. But I'm like, why is that high schooler getting taken off in cuffs or whatever, and like getting like like arrested, and you have stuff like. I'm not. I'm not calling for anybody's head here necessarily, but Miles Garrett bashed fucking what's his like Mason Rudolph hey, in the head with his own helmet. Real quick, like who who was the defensive coordinator when he bashed his head? Probably Greg Williams. Greg fucking Williams. Yeah, dude. So like, I'm just saying like, that guy it's cultivates unsportsmanlike. It's, it's a strange comparison. Yeah, uh, Miles Garrett should have been arrested for sure. That was probably, like a tenth on a person's probably. life. Probably. <laughs> Uh, it's just weird that a high schooler got worse, like, uh, in my mind, worse consequences than, uh, yeah, I know you mean like a a grown ass fucking man, but I understand the NFL makes money and that, and that kid, and he was a number one pick, uh, and he's got a lot of Jersey sales. Yeah. Uh, Are there any other storylines you want to hit on before we head out of here? Nah, I'm ready to leave, dude. Daddy's got a paper. He's got to write. It's fine. Talk to you never. Good luck on finals. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. This has been NFL Mayo Podcast. I am Aiden. I'm Luke. All right, and we're out of here. Bam, bam, bam. NFL Mayo. Oh, and the Patriots of yore who went 15-1. Yeah, no. Well, didn't they go – they were – Didn't they go 15-1 and and went to the Super Bowl and lost to to No, they were completely completely undefeated, weren't they? No. I think they were 15-1. You can talk about it. I'm going to cut all all this anyways, so let's look it up. Patriots. Patriots. The Patriots were like 20-0. They they almost – and then they lost the Super Bowl. Was they that were, what it was? They had a perfect season. It's just the reason they aren't the Dolphins is because the Dolphins had a perfect season and won the Super Bowl. Okay. You might be right. You should be right, actually. I'm pretty Are you confident. looking at it? No. I'm just in my brain I am.
All right, I'm ready. All right, I just want to let you know that the 2007 New England Patriots were the first NFL team to achieve a perfect 16-0 and regular season record and seemed destined to go down as the greatest team ever until their stunning defeat in Super Bowl XLII. So never step to me on NFL history. Is this thing on? Are we back live? We're not yeah, back sorry live. about that. Okay. I thought that they were 15-1. and no, the the 98 Vikings were 15 and 1. Yeah, no one cares about that.